everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm your host, Bill Yankovi, and this is a big, 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 big weekend of professional wrestling. As you will hear on the show this week, Fro dropped by as we previewed both SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 36. Plus, we went through the annual Pro Wrestling Illustrated Reader's Poll, which you guys will hear a little later on. But we have some news, and a little later on, I will be previewing Glory by Honor as there's two shows this weekend for Ring of Honor. There are a couple of uh, pieces of news to bring up, so let's begin with the one that pretty much was confirmed uh, last night into today, and that is that NXT is no longer using Full Sail University. Dave Meltzer reported in the newest edition of the Wrestling Observer newsletter that the relationship between WWE and Full Sail University has come to an end. It ends a partnership that began in 2012 and was expanded in 2019. It is currently unknown if NXT will still continue to use full uh, full sale students. The reason NXT is taping three episodes next week at the Performance Center is due to the upgrades and changes explained in storyline from the Karrion Cross Samoa Joe brawl on last week's or this past week's show, I should say. Um, this is, again, another part where it's kind of an end of an era, really, of this particular version of NXT. Full Sail University had been used and a wonderful relationship with both Full Sail University and NXT for close to 10 years. Um... You know, you watch the weekly shows, either it be on Hulu for a while or and uh, WWE Network and now into Peacock. Um, this is kind of like when your favorite sports team moves out of one arena and goes to a brand new arena. And it's kind of like a, kind of a sad ending because you've been there for so long and you're so familiar with with the place, the venue, the people. That's kind of the vibe that I get from that. So it is definitely an end of an era there for NXT, no longer at Full Sail University. And we will talk a little later on with Fro about our thoughts of the whole situation with NXT and if we're really reaching the end of an era. For NXT. Well, yesterday we got a new trailer for the second half of season three of Dark Side of the Ring, with the first new episode premiering Thursday, September 16th at 9 p.m. on Vice. The episodes that we are going to get for the second half of season three include. The Steroid Trials, The Plane Ride from Hell, Chris Canyon, FMW, Luna Vachon, XPW, and Johnny 
canine. Of course, which one is going to go first was not really said in the trailer for uh, the or for the trailer for this second half of season three. Uh, if I had to guess, maybe the plane ride from hell is the first one, and then where they go from there is really anybody's guess, but. Be fun to see them again, uh, or to watch the show. Uh, like I, I talked to a couple people last week, and I can't really think of a bad Dark Side of the Ring episode. And even their worst one is actually considered good. Well, the NWA, they've got a very big show coming up next week, but they made news yesterday that is very, very big. They announced yesterday that maybe the greatest NWA World Heavyweight Champion of all time, Nature Boy Ric Flair, will be in St. Louis at the Chase Hotel for NWA 73. Uh, the tweet really is simple. It says, it was always historic, but now NWA 73 at the Chase Hotel will be legendary. The rumors are true. He's finally home. Nature Boy Ric Flair is coming back to the NWA and wrestling at the chase. And next weekend is a big weekend for the NWA. They're going to have two pay-per-views taking place at the Chase Hotel, the Chase Park Plaza Hotel in downtown St. Louis, Missouri. One show is an all-women's show on Saturday night, and Sunday night is the 73rd anniversary pay-per-view, which I will talk about on next week's show and give you guys some info on what next week's show will be like in just a little bit. But you know what? Ric Flair made an appearance last weekend down in Mexico for Triple Mania with his soon-to-be son-in-law, Andrade, uh, being in his corner for the match against Kenny Omega. And I guess Ric Flair's like, well, you know what? The 90-day clause, I'm going to go wherever I want. And this is a big get for Billy Corgan in the NWA, getting Ric Flair at this event. Well, right now... I'm uh, going to take you to a segment that was recorded earlier today with myself and Fro. And a little later on, I will be previewing both nights of Ring of Honor's Glory by Honor as it is going on tonight, Friday night, and Saturday night opposite SummerSlam. So if you aren't looking forward to watching SummerSlam, well, you've got... Ring of Honor, Glory by Honor, Night 1 and Night 2. I will be previewing both of those in just a little bit. But right now, let's go to this pre-recorded segment earlier today of myself and Fro. We talked about SummerSlam. We talked about NXT. We talked about maybe the arrival of a certain punk to Chicago. And the PWI Reader's Poll. So... Let's go to what happened earlier today with myself and Fro. With this being 
without a doubt, the biggest weekend of the summer. We've got a lot of activities going on here. And joining me to discuss different stuff is our very own Fro. How you doing, Fro? <laughs> yeah, I'm the CM Punk of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, called the fraud of personality. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, uh, before we get into what we're gonna do, uh, I know Fro talked to me. He wanted to talk about maybe one of the biggest nights we're about to witness in wrestling history with the return of CM Punk. Yeah, so right when we are recording now, it's 12 hours to the AEW show, mm -hmm. more or less exactly. And I've been thinking today, like, do I stay up? Do I wake up? Do I watch it the day after? What do I do? Right. And I have decided to wake up to watch Rampage at 4 o'clock at night. Wow. Just to... Probably, maybe, allegedly, CCM Punk. That is how <laughs> big a fan of CM Punk I am. And you, and you notice how Fro is like, maybe, possibly, allegedly, because <laughs> we don't most know. Most definitely, not one hundred and ten percent sure. But I'm going to get up at 4 o'clock at night just to watch Rampage. Because who the fuck knows? Maybe he will be there. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm in a... I, I think you and I, we're in a good situation mm -hmm. where... I know I've been like, yeah, I think it's going to be punk, but... I don't know what to expect. Um, if it isn't punk, oh my god, I think the internet might stop working for a long time tonight. With everybody going... Also, I think the booze in that arena will be... Yeah, big. Oh my god. Sh Chicago might burn to the ground if punk doesn't show up tonight. <laughs> I mean, so... What do you give me as odds for him showing up tonight? Oh, I'd say three to one. I, I'd say three to one. very good odds he's there. Yeah. I I I, I think I'm uh, around there as well. Uh I I I definitely think that uh, he will be there. Or I'm going to be so disappointed waking up at 4 o'clock in the night just to watch <laughs> Rampage. I didn't see last week's Rampage. I even. I had it recorded on my DVR because I was uh, on a on a mini vacation for the weekend and I watched it mm. on, I think it was Monday. It was actually an enjoyable show. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I heard it was good. For three matches, it was, it was very yeah. good. So... Do we open with uh, with him or do we close with him? I now, say close. There. Now I've been asked this question actually, uh, by by uh, a friend of a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. I think he ends it 
Yeah, I agree. It's the only because because here's the thing. Obviously, I've never worked at television, but Mm -hmm. if you open the show with Punk, you're going to lose your audience after that. They're not going to stay for the matches. You have to build that. Like, I know it's weird saying you have to build it up, even though it's been built up, but. Yeah. No, I I wonder I wonder if if we close with it, or uh, I I also saw someone oh, uh, Colt Cobana is going to come out, uh, and that will be the pop of the night, and then CM Punk will come out, and there will be a feud between those guys. Oh my gosh, I I, I know I have yeah. no idea, I really don't. Um, but yeah, no, I'm getting up at four o'clock. I am really looking forward to it. He said, "Yes." Mm-hmm. I know people are trying to find ways, like if they don't have cable, um, either through YouTube TV, Hulu, Sling, streaming services. It this, I to the to a non wrestling fan. I'll say this to a non wrestling fan they will not understand how big this day is today. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, it's birthday. It's kind of every holiday, major holiday. Yeah, in to, one. To the average wrestling fan, this is, hey, we've waited seven years for this. Yeah. And then if you're in the diehard department, you're like, oh, this is maybe like the closest you'll ever get to actually kissing a girl. So you know. I mean, he is definitely my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Well, and oh, well, go yeah. ahead. I want to pull up some. And that, and therefore, I I really really wanted to to go through. We will see if it does, but I really think it will. Now, I'm kind of glad you brought up Punk, because mm. I wanted to mention this. Um. Because yesterday, Roman Reigns was being interviewed. Oh yeah, I saw I saw that there. Yeah. And and I just wanna I, I just wanna read the quote real quick. Um, that Roman Reigns. CM Punk is not as big as he thinks, more or less. <laughs> yeah. Right. So basically, yeah. the quote is: When it comes down to it. CM mm-hmm. Punk was not as good or as over as a John Cena, wasn't as good or as over or moved the needle like The Rock. It just was what it was. Yeah, I can't disagree more. I think I think he's at the level of Cena. I don't think he is even close to Rock. I think The Rock comes uh, over pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I do think, uh, I mean, when when he was the leader of NXT, I can promise you the the match that uh, was the match where John Cena had to retire or join the Nexus, like I I still remember that match as incredible, but that's mostly because of the work that CM Punk did, and uh, when every time CM Punk was in the ring or in the storyline, I was super interested. I mean, the fucking man uh, wrestled the broom on a, a Raw 
and I loved it mm -hmm. because uh, every flight was delayed. Do you remember that? Maybe. It was so good. Yeah. Like, here, here's my thing with the quote. I totally disagree with his statement on John Cena. Mm -hmm. I mean, Punk was so over. He was so popular in mm -hmm. that three-year, four-year period that he had as much mer merchandise selling as John Cena or maybe even more, depending on the day of the week. And while... I, I I think it's safe to say we all have the respect in the world for John Cena because he's definitely earned it. Punk is just the better wrestler, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. As he's also the, a bit better promoter. Mm -hmm. He can talk better. He, he just have a more wrestling uh, sense. Yes, yeah. maybe what I'm looking for. With The Rock... You're talking about two completely different eras because mm -hmm. The Rock, when he was wrestling, was in that time period of wrestling was mainstream, wrestling mm -hmm. was hugely popular, and everyone knew who The Rock was. So it's hard to say that he wasn't as good or I, I think he was definitely as over as The Rock, CM Punk. Mm. I think he was as good as The Rock. I agree with Reigns on moving the needle because The Rock was more mainstream. Punk was more of an underground type mm. individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think this weekend is interesting on many levels. Uh, I think, I think the rumors. Now it's even bigger rumors that uh, WWE is selling out. I think it is extremely interesting to see what's happening with NXT this weekend. Uh, I'm I'm extremely worried for NXT. Wow. I'm I'm do going you, to say that. Yeah. Do you want to Sorry? talk about both cards before we get into our special project here? Sure. Okay. Uh, let's start with SummerSlam. Is actually tomorrow night. Yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of weird, um, but they're gonna do it tomorrow night. Um, we can do this any order you want. We could go from top to bottom or bottom to top. However, it's ten matches, right? Yeah, it's ten matches. Yeah. It's a it's a big card. Uh, from bottom to top. Okay, so let's begin. With the Raw Tag Team Championship, AJ Styles and Omos to defend against RK Bro. Yeah, I'm going to say RK Bro here. Um, the way they have uh, pushed this storyline, uh, it is a little too fast. I, I, I will give them that. I think Randy Orton was like, oh, you, you have the respect. Uh, of me now, storyline has gone a little too fast, but I don't see any way uh, they are holding on to it to an RK bro that is this over. I don't see how they could fuck this up. Yeah, it it, it has to be RK bro. It really yeah. does. And this is actually some of the most entertaining stuff Randy Orton has ever done. Oh, definitely. And... I'm part of it, by it, and I and hate part of Randy it Orton. is because of Randy Orton. Yeah. So I mean that that's the thing about the show, folks, is we will give credit where credit is due. 
and Randy Orton definitely deserves credit. Definitely. Okay. Uh, I hate to use this term, but this might be the pee break match. Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Yeah, I don't give two fucks about this match. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I will say this. Uh, I, I don't think Eva Marie will wrestle. I think it's probably going to be Dewdrop, uh, as they call her now. Um, when that is said, I do think the story they are going with, for some fucking reason, is that Alexa Bliss has control over Dewdrop. Therefore, uh, Alexa Bliss wins. Yeah, Alexa Bliss has to win this match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's just kind of there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't think Eva Marie will, will even wrestle in this match, to be honest. That's a that's a good prediction, actually. I, I didn't even think about it till now, so... Has she wrestled um, when, uh, when after she came back? Um, She's been in a couple tag matches, but that's really been about it. Right, okay. All right, next match, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel this is maybe one of the most unpredictable matches of the night, actually. Uh, what do you think? You know, I think if there's going to be an upset mm. on the card, this, could this be. is where it's going to be. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. I think Jinder's going to win this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Drew because I don't really... Yeah. I think this will be a good match. I'm, I'm hoping it will. Yeah. I'm definitely hoping it will. Okay, United States title on the line. Sheamus defending against Damian Priest. Oh, I'm so afraid they will give it to Damien because he's tall, you know. Um, nah, I'm going to go with Seamus. I think they're going to give it to Damien Priest. Uh, I, I would not think you're I mean, wrong. He's, he's definitely over with the crowd. He's yeah. got the size, like you said, which is yeah. positive for him. You know, in Vince's eyes, so mm -hmm. I, I think Priest is going to win the title. Okay. Okay. All right. Next match is Edge versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth. I don't even have to think about it. Going with Edge. Yeah. I would think Edge wins this match. Like he hasn't won one single match since. The Royal he won, Rumble. won the Royal Rumble. Right. He needs to start winning soon. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't really hurt him. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I just yeah. think it's Edge. Yeah. It, it kind of has to be Edge at this point. Okay, now this next match, as of recording, is still set to happen. Okay, I don't think this will happen. Just so, okay. but we're gonna we're gonna go with it if it does happen. Mm -hmm. Bianca Belair defending the SmackDown Women's Title against Sasha Banks. Yeah, uh, Sasha. It has to be Sasha. Yeah, yeah. I, it just has to. I think. 
What I have done with Bianca is so weird. I mean, and, and, and the whole story of is this match happening or not is so weird. It, yeah. it, it yeah. just is. Like, no one has said anything of if it's COVID or what or... So, as of right now, that match is still on the card, so... Alright, SmackDown Tag Team Titles. The Usos defend against Rey and Dominic Mysterio. So, I was thinking, uh, do they lose it now or do they lose it later? Uh, no, they just have got it. They need to at least have it one pay-per-view before they... Mm-hmm. The split. So I'm going with the uh, with the Usos. Yeah, I'm going with the Usos on this one. That's that's just kind of like a no brainer. All right, then we have the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley defending against Goldberg. If Goldberg wins, sir, I right. Yo, I. I riot, yeah. No, I will be extremely angry if uh, Goldberg wins, sir. The only thing I, I, I think about is not the match with Drew, but the one with Bray. Mm. Bray was so hot, mm. and Goldberg was challenging, and Goldberg was like, ah, I don't want to lose. I want to win. And they're like, okay. I have this fear in the back of my head. Goldberg might do the same thing here again, but I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Lashley. But if Goldberg plays that card and we find out like over the weekend he did that, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no. I if Goldberg wins, we right. <laughs> All right. Triple threat match for the Raw Women's title. Nikki, almost a superhero, defending against Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley in a triple threat match. So, I will say this. It's not going to be Rhea Ripley. So, done with that. Either who wins will pin Rhea. Uh, That's my prediction. Here is the problem. So, one. She's not over. She's not over at all. There's even like tendencies to booze for poor Ash. And I, I feel, I, I actually feel kind of so- sorry for her because the gimmick has not worked. Like, there, there it is. It hasn't. It, it's not really her fault. It's not really anybody's fault. Uh, it just hasn't worked. <laughs> there it is. Um... So, so, do I go with the mantra, always bet on Bliss, no, always bet on Flair, or don't I? Here's maybe my biggest problem with it, is that WWE has a tendency to not understand that the gimmick is over or not, so they could still let Ash win here. I, I just... Mm, this is going to sound awful, but I kind of hope she loses. Right. And it's not her fault, but I think she will. Yeah, I, I think she will retain. 
this this I, okay. First off, I agree with you. I don't think Rhea Ripley's in the picture of no. who wins this match. Sadly, as much as I like Rhea, yeah. This they kind of booked themselves into a into a bad situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if Charlotte wins, people are going to complain about how oh Charlotte wins again. Charlotte won the title again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Nikki wins, the problem is if she beats Rhea, Charlotte will be like, I wasn't the one beat. You know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But if Nikki beats Charlotte, then who does Nikki have left already to, you know, be like the number one contender? So they kind of booked themselves into a bad situation where there is no winner. I agree. But, I agree. but for the purposes of this show, I'm going to go with the old mantra. Never bet against Charlotte. <laughs> and I'm going to say Charlotte wins the title again. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm tired of it because I understand what they're doing. And Charlotte, you know, at certain pay-per-views has really good matches. And SummerSlam is one of those pay-per-views where she has really good matches. Mm-hmm. So, and I think she beats Nikki. I think she pins Nikki on this one. Yeah, like I said, uh, I just hope they understand that uh, she's good at doing stuff, but uh, this is not her gimmick. Right. And then the main event for SummerSlam, Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against John Cena. Yeah, I'm not going to even bother um, saying John Cena here just for fun. It's not going to be John Cena. It's never ever going to be John Cena if John Cena wins there. I think something has gone wrong. I think really the only way Cena wins is if there's something wrong health-wise with Roman Reigns as far as like he's got an injury or he wants time off because Roman Reigns has been doing this for about a year straight just about mm. and there are times where people get tired but this has been the best run Roman Reigns has ever had in his career bar none mm. I can't see Roman losing I just cannot see him yeah, no. the title. me neither especially not to John Cena Park no, not not at all um I do want to bring up one interesting statistic about this year's SummerSlam that I actually was kind of thinking about the other day. And this, depending on who you are, might surprise you, might not surprise you. Do you remember, Fro... What the main event of last year's SummerSlam was. No, of course I don't remember. Okay. The main event of last year's SummerSlam was Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Okay. For the Universal okay. title. That was last year's main event. 
the stat that I'm about to say is absolutely mind-boggling. This is going to be only the second Summer Slam, and I'm actually looking this up to make sure, but I believe this is correct. This is going to be only the second Summer Slam in history where the two people that were in the main event the previous year are no longer with the company. Ooh, interesting. The first one, you have to go back to 1995. Diesel and Mabel were the main event. The following Hmm. year, neither one of them were in WWF. Hmm. Okay, so now that we've gone through SummerSlam, let's talk about Sunday's card, which is NXT TakeOver 36, or as I like to call it, the end of an era for NXT. Yeah, yeah so let's so talk about let's talk that about for two seconds. Second. Yes. Um, the whole the NXT whole thing. I feel so bad for this because, because I'm, I'm I'm going to I'm say going this. To say Before AEW was, was NXT was my only uh, thing I watched, to be honest. And uh, I, I, I understand that... Uh, uh, Triple H has lost a lot of power, and uh, now today uh, I read uh, some wrestling rumor website that the sale of WWE looks even more plausible. Uh, we have also uh, uh, the channel that has NXT. Which channel is that again? Peacock or USA Network? USA, USA Network, yeah, has complained that. They don't want a repeat show. They have said, hey, we want something live. Uh, It seems like they are structuring it another way. So here's my my three questions. Is this the last NXT pay-per-view we see in this form? I never really thought about it. Um, It could be. Maybe... I'm going to say uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you think that uh, NXT will be changed? I've heard they that WWE wants to change NXT, so I'm going to say yes. And three, does that mean that we see, see uh, uh, Triple H leaving the company? No, no, I don't, I, I, I don't think so. Be, only because... And, and I'm, I'm going to say why. Mm. He doesn't leave WWE because he's too loyal to a lot of the talent that he's worked with and to guys like Sean and to, you know, some of the other like agents and higher ups. If I had to compare this with Triple H. This is the executive equivalent to what he went through with the curtain call 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and, and it's kind of the same situation where it's like, when you think about the curtain call, well, you can't blame Sean. He's the champ. You can't blame Diesel and Razor. They're not in the company. So guess who's got to take the blame? Hunter. Here... 
with NXT, the decision was not Hunter's decision to move it to USA Network two hours to compete against AEW. Well, you can't put the blame on Vince because it's Vince. You can't put the blame on the USA Network because they're the ones that have the channel. They're the ones that are putting it there. And you can't blame the wrestlers because, well, they're wrestling. So guess who's going to get the blame? Hunter. Because yeah. he's yeah. the one that's been working with NXT for so many years. It feels very unnecessary. Um, and it also yeah. feels very un, unfair to, to Triple H. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I could understand if he was... Uh, angry enough to leave the company to be honest maybe he takes a sabbatical we will see maybe but yeah no i'm very interested in what's going to happen on this show i i think sadly this is the last time we will see nxt like this i i do think we will have more takeovers that that i do believe yeah yeah but as far as the NXT we've come to know and love these last God close to 10 years. This is, this is its curtain call. Yep. Yep. This is, this is his, this is the curtain call right here. I agree. And we better embrace it because once whatever change comes, not a lot of people are going to like it. Uh, but do you think this uh, proves once and for all that the WWE is looking for sale? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So, how we're going to do this, because normally we would do, you know, the card bottom to top. I'm going to do this a little bit differently. Okay. Because okay. I'm going to go from... What I think, because all these matches are important, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I am not super looking forward to SummerSlam, but all the matches here, I'm looking forward to. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna go from what I think is the least important all the way to the most important. Okay. So, and again, it's no disrespect to any of the matches. It really isn't. It's just, when you look at the card, it's like, okay, that's the most important. This is second, you know. So, we'll begin with the Million Dollar Championship on the line. L.A. Mm-hmm. Knight defending against Cameron Grimes. The stipulation to this match is, if L.A. Knight wins, the Million Dollar Man becomes his new butler. Yeah, I don't uh, see how he doesn't lose there. Is there a way of him losing here? Who, Cameron? Yeah. I, I don't think. Unless DiBiase, like, betrays him. But I think it's going to be Cameron Grimes. Yeah, I agree. Alright, next match. The NXT Women's Championship. Raquel Gonzalez defending against Dakota Kai. Oh, I so want Dakota Kai to win. But I'm I'm not going to pick that. I think it's going to be Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. I really I really want Dakota to get it, but... Yeah. 
But the thing is with Raquel, she's not ready for the main roster. No, and uh, she's not there yet. No, not at all. This next match, I'm gonna say it right now, is going to be the match of the weekend. In my, I think, mm-hmm. because if you saw their first match back in October, it was a legitimate match of the year candidate. Ten months later, we get the rematch for the NXT UK Championship. Walter, the longest reigning champion, defending against Ilya Dragunov. I'm going to go with Dragunov here. I am so pumped up for this match. Yeah, me too. Like, I saw this match one day when I was on vacation many, many, many months ago. And I'd heard people praise it. It was And really I good. watched really it. Good. And I watched it. And I'm like, oh my God. Yep. yep. I hope this lives up to the hype. And I agree with you. I think Dragunov wins this match. I mean, Walter is so ready for whatever they are. Pushing He's been champion for yeah. two years. Yeah. That's that's a long time to be champion. He doesn't need and it I love anymore. Walter. Alright, then we have the NXT Championship. Karrion Cross against Samoa Joe. There's a lot riding on this one, bro. So here yeah, here's my problem with this match. Uh well, yeah. Is this yeah. kind of the is this kind of the the same problem I had with the uh, Raw Women's Title match? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I sadly think Samoa Joe will win here. Here's the thing. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, come on. Okay. Here's the thing. If Karrion Cross wins. Mm-hmm. Who is there left for him to face at this point? Yeah, no clue. Because everybody you've given him, he's beaten. Yeah. Yeah. He's on Raw. Yeah. And he's not over. And he's He's losing matches there as well. Yeah. The thing is, if Crawl here, here's what I'm envisioning. If Karrion Cross wins, mm. he will go to NXT the following Tuesday and say, I am the greatest champion of all time. No one ever has or ever could beat me in NXT. I am vacating the title. And then he goes off to Raw to be a nobody because that's what he is right now. Because WWE somehow can find a way to screw up Karrion Cross. With Joe, and I love Samoa Joe, what do you do with him? Are you going to actually have him defend the title? Or does he end up vacating the title? Which I think he could do. Yeah. Yeah. But... I gotta go with I gotta go with Samoa Joe. Yeah, no, sadly I think you're wrong. Uh, right, I mean, sorry. 
I sadly think so as well. All right. And now to what I think is not only the most important match of this card, but the most important match of the entire weekend. Kyle O'Reilly against Adam Cole, two out of three falls. The first fall, and this is just a quick recap. The first fall is a straight-up wrestling match. The second fall is going to be a street fight. And if a third fall is needed, it will be inside of a steel cage. Mm. This is big because Adam Cole has been in the has been in the news as of late. He had a meeting with Vince McMahon about a week or two ago. And Adam Cole's contract runs up this weekend. But Vince McMahon wants him. Wants him to stay. I've heard he's offering him a million dollars a year. And he'd go to the main roster. But Adam Cole put out a video the other day saying, my Twitch channel, I will not give up. Because that was one of the things, you know, once you go to the main roster... Your Twitch channel's gone. This is the one that I think has the biggest implications on the future of wrestling for the rest of this year and next year. I can agree more. Uh, This is why Adam Cole loses here. Because Vince is stupid enough to let it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. It is that easy. I I know that's maybe not that a popular thing to say, but yeah, no, he's he's stupid enough to let it happen. Adam Cole is one of those talents that is once in a generation. Mm-hmm. He is the complete package. He really is. Mm-hmm. This is how I look at it. If Adam Cole wins, he is staying in WWE. He's going to go to Raw or SmackDown. Mm. If he loses, he's done. He's going to go somewhere else. And I don't know where. I know people are saying it's going to be AEW, but let's not forget, we have Impact, we have Ring of Honor, we have New Japan, we have MLW, there, there's a lot of players in the mix. And the one who I feel so bad about that is being ignored in all this is Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Because this is supposed to be the end of the O'Reilly-Cole feud. And all we've been doing for the last two, three weeks, and, and this is the royal we, is talking about What's going to happen to Adam Cole? What's going to happen to Adam Cole? So, it really comes down, I I really think this match is going to dictate and it's going to tell us what the future holds for professional wrestling. Because if Cole wins, he's going to Raw or SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And what they do with him after that, I have no idea. 
if he loses, he's basically a free man, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, this is why I believe he loses. I am very, very sorry to say I believe he loses. I, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I'm probably not. <laughs> you know, I think to make this interesting, I say Adam Cole wins. Okay. Okay. And I think he does stay in WWE. Okay. And then within about three to five months, he will not be seen on television every single week. Okay. Which will be a damn shame. All right. So, now that we've covered those two, Fro, at this time of the year, I get a certain pro wrestling magazine. Mm -hmm. And they come out every year with a certain reader's poll. Yeah, and I like to take it. Yes, and this is one of our favorite things we do every year. Love doing this. This is, and this is the best part, I think, with this year, Fro. I have not read any of the questions. Ooh, nice. So I have no idea what is on the pages of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine. I mean, there are going to be some that are the same questions we ask every year. And then there are going to be some that are different. And actually, while I'm at it, Fro, how would you like to be the new host of Jeopardy? No thanks. No thanks. Okay, because the uh, guy that originally got hired has uh, resigned. Yeah, I heard some rumors about that. He was kind of racist, wasn't he? I don't know if it was racist or sexist. It was one Mm. of the two. Mm. So anyway, folks, uh, you can join along wherever you're listening to this, either at work or at home uh, or in your car and scare people that you're talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read 50 questions to Fro. There are no right or wrong answers. It's just a poll. And of course I will give the top result and, you know, a couple others. So with that being said, are you ready to begin? I am. I am. All right. Question number one. Who is, pound for pound, the best wrestler in the world? Uh, right now, Roman Reigns. Okay. Well, 25% say Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world. 8% said Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. 59% said others. If you could watch the matches of only one wrestler, whom would you choose? MGF. We have a tie here, actually. Okay. Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan at 12%. AJ Styles at 7 and others was at 69%. Yeah, 69. All right, next question. Next question. Who is pro wrestling's greatest striker brawler? Ooh, striker brawler. 
It's a groundwork. Basically a fighter. Yeah. Um. Owens? Okay. 35% said John Moxley. Oh, yeah. Of course. 6% said Eddie Kingston and Walter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, 50, oh, yeah. and 53% said others. Okay. Who is pro wrestling's greatest aerialist? Right now. Oh, that's harder. Um, I don't know, to be honest. Let me hear what uh, people said, and I will think about it. All right. Well, 31% said Ray Phoenix. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. 14% said Ricochet. Mm-hmm. 9% said Rey Mysterio and Will Ospreay. Yeah. And 37% said others. Yeah, I think I probably would say Ricochet. I really that's a good like pick. Him. Yeah, I really like him. That, that's a good pick. Mm. Alright. Who is Pro Wrestling's greatest powerhouse? Um... Someone really, really strong. Yes. Samoa Joe is up there. Uh, I need to see him wrestle more. Uh, that's maybe. Well, you will this Sunday night. Yes, I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. Um, I think I think a big guy I really like is him. I I really like his wrestling. I think he's not going to be in contending there because he's been so out of work. So. Mm-hmm. So long, uh, but uh, that was the first was thing that came to mind. So, I'll stick with it. Okay. Twenty-two percent said Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Fourteen percent said Roman Reigns. Seven mm. percent said Brian Cage and Braun Strowman. Mm. And fifty percent said others. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna move this over here so I don't have to keep going back and forth with my head. <laughs> uh, who is pro wrestling's greatest technician, Matt Wrestler? Uh, probably, 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 probably Brian. Well, forty-one percent would agree with you. It is Daniel Bryan. Eleven percent say Zack Saber Jr. Seven mm. percent say Jonathan Gresham, which would have gotten in my vote, and forty-one percent went with others. Okay. Okay. Who is pro wrestling's great? Well, they have it as great babyface, but it's greatest babyface. Oh, that's actually pretty hard. Um. Women and men, right? Yeah, women and men. Babyface is so hard. Um, there's a lot of tweeners. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I actually don't know. Okay. Eighteen uh, percent said Daniel Bryan. Yeah. 13% said Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. 
8% said John Cena, mm. even though he hasn't really been in the company right. for I was, a year. I was thinking plus. about that, but I was like, nah. 7% said Bianca Belair, and 54% said others. I was thinking about Bianca, to be honest. But the problem is, she's not a great baby mess, according to me. She's a great athlete. Yeah. All right. Who is pro wrestling's greatest heel? MJF. 32% said Roman Reigns. 29% said MJF. 6% said Kenny Omega. And 33% said others. I think that's my dream match right now. Uh, Roman Reigns and MJF. That would be... Oh, my God. I would, I would, <laughs> I would pay to see that match. Right. Do you agree to that? Is that a yeah. dream match? I, I, I can't imagine who the fans would vote for or who oh. they root for in that match. That, that would be that such would a great match. great match. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Next question. Mm -hmm. Who is the next breakout star of Raw? Of Raw? Okay. Uh, I need to go to Raw and uh, webpage and. And look, uh, WWE, WWE Raw, Raw roster. Um, I really don't know, to be honest. Um, who will be? Let's see. Let's go to WWE Superstars. Breakout star. Hmm. What are the audience saying while I'm watching here? Okay. Uh, 20% said Riddle. 18% said Damian Priest. 16% said Rhea Ripley. And 46% said Other. I'm going to go with Valkyrie. But she's not on Raw. Isn't she? No, she's in NXT. Oh, she's in NXT. That's, NXT. Right. That's right. I love her, by the way. Her, she's so good. She's so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. uh what, about... what about? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Boa. Yeah, Boa. Uh, he's in NXT. He's in NXT as well. NXT as well. Yeah, no, I have no clue. No, I have no clue. Okay, move on. Well, we already gave you the choice or the the, the results. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, let's go to the next one. Who is the next breakout star of SmackDown? Uh, yeah, still no clue. Still no clue. Can we just give you the yeah. results? Yeah. Okay. Twenty-one yeah. percent said Bianca Belair. Twenty mm. percent said Cesaro. Fifteen mm. percent said Big E. And forty-four percent. Went with others. Biggie's already a star. Come on. Okay, this next question is kind of sad. Who is the next breakout star of NXT? Oh. <laughs> oh. Nobody. Can't wait to tell you the results on this one. Nobody. Oh. <laughs> because NXT will not be there. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's go with Val Val Valkyrie or Boa. I love both okay. of them. Okay. 9%. That's the top of, of, the, of the wrestlers. 9% mm. 
said Bronson Reed. Oh no. And he's not there anymore. That's sad. Seven percent said Kyle O'Reilly and Shotzi Blackheart. Seventy-seven percent said others. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, look uh, up. Look up. Uh, Valkyrie is, is there. I don't know how they got her. Very good wrestler, and Boa is also very good. Right. Okay. Uh, this next one may be a little bit easier for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who is the next? Breakout star of AEW. <laughs> I almost said my woman there. Uh, yeah, let's go with her. Ooh, the bunny. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. No, uh, I, I'm joking. But uh, let, okay. I'm, uh, let me think about it. Yeah, uh, uh, give the percentages. Okay, eight percent said Jungle Boy. No. Seven percent said Orange Cassidy and Adam Page. I can say that. I can say that. Six percent said Darby Allen, and seventy-two percent said others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Sammy, Sammy is up there for me. Oh, Sammy Guevara. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Sky. Sky. I see. Mm-hmm. I see definitely things see in him. Uh, in the women's uh, roster, the women's uh, I, I have to say Bonnie, to say Bonnie because I love her to death. Uh, but uh, on a serious uh, note, Statlander, I think they've gone done good things with Statlander. At least I'm interested in Statlander. Right. Apparently Ford, maybe. I can see that, but uh, Thunder Rosa, they need to do something with, because holy fuck, they have something good in Thunder Rosa. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is the next breakout star of New Japan? No clue. No clue. Okay. Don't watch it. Uh, seven percent said Jay White, although I thought he was already a star. He's he is uh, a star. I've heard about that. He is. I don't know. I've don't heard know. about that. <laughs> Six percent said Great Okan okay. and Evil, and eighty-one percent said others. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know I'm gonna get an I don't know on this one, but I'm just gonna ask you anyway. Mm-hmm. Ring of Who is the next? Who is the next breakout star of the American Independence? No fucking clue. All right. Well, nine percent said Warhorse. Oh yeah, I've oh, seen yeah. him. Six percent said Tony Deppen, Trisha Dora, and Wheeler Utah. Who? Who? And seventy-three percent went with others. Okay. Okay. So this next one, this next question, you're going to get choices. Okay. Okay. On a weekly basis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how much pro wrestling do you typically watch? Well, I can answer that. Yeah. Okay. I I I watch uh, AEW, and I watch uh, SmackDown. That is more or less about four hours there. Yeah, approximately. And then I watch I watch a lot of recap on the internet. So let's say five five six hours. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
20% said four to six hours. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 35% said seven to 10. 19% said 11 to 15. Ooh. 15% said more than 15 hours. Oh. Uh, pl- God help you. And 11% said others. Yeah, no, I, I feel yeah, sorry no, I, for I people that still watch Raw. I don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, which of the following weekly programs do you typically watch? Well, you already gave us two. Mm-hmm. With Dynamite and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And that's probably it. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm going to watch uh, Rampage tonight, but I don't really count that. It's all new. Yeah. Okay. What channel is it on, by the way? TNT. TNT, cool. Okay. Although, although since you're international, you might be able to get it on Fight. So. I have no clue. I'm going to watch it on TNT. I have TNT access. Okay. Um, seventy-five percent said dynamite. Sixty-seven mm. percent said NXT. Sixty-four mm. percent said SmackDown. Sixty-two percent said Raw. Forty percent said Impact. So Impact got a good number out of this. I like that. Yeah, I like that. And thirty-four percent said MLW Fusion. Never heard of. Never heard of. MLW is actually good. They've got some good talent there. Is that a is that a, is that a Mexican that thing? Mexican? No, it's American. Okay. okay. All right. Next question. On a weekly basis, which promotion do you you from mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. offers the best in ring action match quality? Well, well, that's pretty easy. That's it's AEW. Well, forty four percent would agree with you. It is AEW. 21% says WWE. 12% said New Japan. And 23% said others. I will say if they counted Raw and SmackDown separately, I think that number would have gone up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. On a weekly basis, mm-hmm. which promotion, again... Do you think offers the best storylines? Oh, storylines! Story well, that's well, another that's topic. topic. Here, I actually will yeah, go with SmackDown, but I'm uh, that doesn't really count because Raw is awful. Which so I will say AEW again. Okay. Forty-seven uh, percent said AEW. 22% said WWE. 6% said Impact. So Impact's getting some love this year on these polls. Good. I need to watch SmackDown. I need to watch that again. Yeah. And, and 25% said others. Okay. Uh, I think I know the answer to this next question, but I'll ask it to you anyway. Mm-hmm. Which of the following streaming services do you subscribe to? Okay. Well, I mean, I I know you're not subscribed to any of the wrestling ones, so. Uh, no, uh, I'm not. Because no, <laughs> that is actually one of the choices is none. <laughs> I am su- um, subscribed to some some something very legal. Cough cough. Cough cough indeed. Uh, sixty nine percent 
said Peacock, WWE Network. 26% said New Japan World. 20% Impact Plus. 19% said NWA Power on Fight. And 18% said None. I mean, people are so very, very happy about their Peacock. I mean, I have nobody, I heard nobody complain about that. Said nobody ever. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to hear my rant about that, uh, go back a few weeks ago from our 500th episode. Hey, you had to fucking borrow my illegal stream. Yes, I did. I will admit that wholeheartedly. And I thank you so much for that. You're more than welcome. All right, next question. In general... Do you watch your favorite wrestling programs live or after the fact? And what they mean by after the fact is either by DVR or streaming the next day. Well, it's in the middle of the night, so I usually watch it the day after. Okay. Uh, 53% said a mix of the two. 25% said later at my convenience. 20% 20% said live as as they air. And 2% said, I don't typically watch weekly wrestling shows. Okay. okay. So then what the hell are you doing taking this poll? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of That's a weird answer. answer. Alright. This next question is a three-choice question. Okay. okay. In the last 12 months, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have you purchased an individual pay-per-view or stream of a wrestling event? Yes, no, I don't remember. The last 12 months? I have actually, yes. Okay. I bought Uh, the network just to watch... uh, I don't remember what pay-per-view it was. Was it? No, it wasn't WrestleMania. No, it wasn't. Uh, Was it the Rumble? Maybe. I think maybe it was the Rumble. I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, 67% said yes, they have ordered or purchased an event in the last 12 months. 31% said no, and 2% don't remember. Okay, get better better memory, I guess. Yeah. All right, so the next couple of questions are COVID-related. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, I know the answer to this one already, but I'm just going to ask you anyway. Mm-hmm. Have you attended a live pro wrestling event since COVID-19 was declared a pandemic? Yeah, I walk out of bed every night or day. So, yeah, pro wrestling. I meant... (laughs) Jesus, bro. (laughs) Anyway, 88% said no, they have not. And 12% said they have. Okay. Given the distribution of vaccines Mm -hmm. and current Mm -hmm. precautionary measures, Mm -hmm. would you consider attending a live pro wrestling event in the next three months? Yes, no, or maybe. Nope. Nope. 71% said they would. Even if I could, I wouldn't. 18% said no. 11% said maybe with the new delta variant i am a little too scared of that 
I mean, I haven't been to a normal cinema in gosh, no, how long? Mm-hmm. All right. Have you found yourself watching more or less wrestling since the onset of the pandemic? Well, it hasn't been as much wrestling since the pandemic because some of the places have actually I mean, taken it serious. But I mean, like, have you watched like wrestling on YouTube, DVDs, movie, video oh, yeah. tapes? No, I, I, I think I have seen as much as I did before, probably. Okay. Uh, so 48 people, or 48 people, 48% said <laughs> about the same. People, yeah. Yes. yeah, 48 people. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, 46% said more, 4% said less, and 2% said, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not shocked, I mean, I'm not shocked. Uh, that people have seen more, because, I mean, people have had more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really have. Okay. At any point mm -hmm. in the last 12 months, mm -hmm. did a particular promotion's adherence or lack thereof to COVID safety influence you in or bleh, influence your decision to watch a televised show or pay-per-view? No. No. Okay, 77% said no, 20% said yes, and 3% said I'm not sure. Okay. Do you think the wrestling industry handled COVID-19 better or worse than other sports? Oh, that is so independent on on the promotion. And and I do want to I do want to add you can choose same as an option. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think yeah, it's no, same. I, think I actually think, same. think all in all I think better. Even though WWE was a big pile of douchebag, I do think I do think that mainly it has been better than a lot of other industries. Uh, I'm saying that because look at NXT, uh, oh, sorry, look at AEW, look at Impact, uh, uh, look at uh, what is that YouTube uh, channel again? Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, the promotion yeah. that uh, Corgan has. Uh, oh, NWA. NWA. Yeah, I think I think all in all, I think this industry has been better than a lot of other industries, to be honest. Okay. All right. Fifty-two percent said the same as other sports. Okay. Thirty-eight percent said better, and ten percent said worse. Yeah, like I said, I I, I think uh, if I look at football. Uh, soccer uh, for for right. Americans. Uh, I see what Norway did uh, in the soccer period. I I do think uh, I think think it was handled better by WWE to be honest. Or wrestling. And that's saying and that and that's saying something because yeah. WWE kind of <laughs> they shit the poops as I call it. Yeah, they did. They did. All right. Do you think? The wrestling industry handled COVID-19 better or worse than other fields of entertainment. Of entertainment? Oh, that is a hard question because entertainment could be 
cinemas and things like that. Um, ooh, I find it harder to to answer. I think I think worse all over. Yeah. Forty-eight percent think they did better. Okay. Thirty-nine percent said same, and thirteen percent said worse. All right. I can I, I can see arguments I, I, I from both sides, to be honest. I could too. Yeah. I. Yeah. I honestly could too. All right. Uh, the next question. <laughs> Assuming. Vince McMahon is the most powerful, influential person mm-hmm. in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Who is the runner-up? Kong! Kong! <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, 50, 57% said Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. 32% said Triple H. Mm-hmm. 5% said Cody Rhodes. And 6% said others. It's kind of funny. I would have said... I, I, I would probably have... Put Triple H higher if this was asked just a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right, that's fair. Okay. Which? Well, I, I I know the answer to this question for you, mm-hmm. but I'm I just want to see which American independent promotion is the most influential right now. No clue. Exactly. I knew that was going to be your answer. <laughs> um, 17% said GCW Game Changer Wrestling. Oh, damn. 11%, 11% oh, said Major League Wrestling. 9% said the NWA. And 63% said others. Okay. What is... The best wrestling promotion outside the United States. Uh, New uh, Japan, probably. Yeah, seventy-seven percent said New Japan. Eight uh, percent said AAA Wrestling. Four percent said All Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom, and seven percent said others. I wish I had more time on my my side. I just it is too much to keep on up with everything. I honestly would love to watch all Japan because I've heard a lot of good stuff about. I heard them, very I much heard good very about them as well. About yeah. them as well. But I just don't know where I could watch them. I mean, I know they have a streaming service, but I don't want to pay for another. And also, like finding time for all the six hundred mm-hmm. streaming services. Yeah, right. so like, <laughs> it's not like it's, we, we don't have an infinite time period of watching things either. It's like, you have to, sadly, you have to pick and choose. You do, you really do. Okay. Assuming New Japan is the most influential Japanese wrestling promotion, mm-hmm. which is the runner-up? No clue. No clue. Okay. Thirty-two percent said pro wrestling Noah, which kind of surprises me because I think they may be in a da- on a down right now, but maybe I'm wrong. Twenty-seven uh, percent said All Japan, seventeen percent said Stardom and Dragon Gate, and seven percent said others. All right, what is the top heavyweight championship in pro wrestling? The WWE. 
right. 42% said the WWE Championship. 22% said the IWGP World Heavyweight title. That's New Japan's mm. belt. 19% said the AEW World title. 15% said the Universal title. And 2% said the Triple Crown Heavyweight title in all of Japan. Cool. Okay. What is the top women's championship in pro wrestling? Sadly. Sadly. Ooh, is it Raw or SmackDown? Um, sadly, maybe the Raw Women's Championship. I wish it was the AEW Women's Champion, though. Give it some time. AEW will be up there. Uh, 28% said the Raw Women's title. 22% 22% said the SmackDown women's title, 18% said the NXT women's title, 12% said the AEW women's title, and 20% said others. All right. What is the top tag team championship in pro wrestling? Well, here I am actually going to be a contradiction guy and say the AEW tag team champion because holy fuck they can't handle any tag teams in the WWE 57% said the AEW tag team titles 18% said the Raw tag team titles 12% said the IWGP tag titles 6% said the Smackdown tag titles and 7% said others I don't find that strange at all to be honest no I don't either because they can't book tag teams on in WWE for some reason. Don't ask me why. Right. Okay. Uh, this next question mm-hmm. is about the PWI 500. Cool. Should PWI rank women wrestlers who don't compete for heavyweight titles, such as those in WWE, AEW, and Stardom, mm-hmm. In the PWI 500? I think so. I think so. Okay. 52% said yes. 41% said no. 7% were unsure. What would you say? What would you say? I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot more than WWE and AEW. Yeah, that's so. that's the whole point with the list. I think I think the 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 list is a kind of a little out of date, but I have said it for a long time. For a long time. All right. Uh, since you answered yes to the previous question, mm-hmm. should the PWI 500 and the women's 100? be merged into a single list? No. No. Okay. 28% said yes. 65% said no. Yeah, no. I, and 7% yeah, no, I, were unsure. I don't see any reason why they should, should be merged. It is two different lists, to be fair. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'm just going to ask this question, even though you did say no. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pretend that you said yes to that last question. Sure. Sure. If yes to the previous question above, should the size of the annual list of singles wrestlers be increased? No. No. For God's sake. No, no, no. no. (laughs) He's like, dear God. 
even uh, make it even smaller? Like, why? Uh, 59% said no, 27% said yes, 14% said unsure. Alright. If Pro Wrestling Illustrated continued to publish a separate ranking of women wrestlers, mm. how many wrestlers should be included? Now, right now, there's 100. And it's 500 for men, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, I think mm -hmm. it should yeah, be no, the I same for men and women. So you would say 500? Yep. Yep. Oh, Lord. I, I'd like to see if they can find... I, I'm, Probably hey, not. Probably not. Who knows? 39% uh, said 200. 34% said 100. 17% said 150. And 10% said others. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many tandems should be ranked in our annual tag team ranking, which we began last year? Last year, it, it, they started this as the tag team 50. Uh, 100. Uh, 100. Okay. Double. Uh, 55% said 100. 38% said 50. 5% said 75, and 2% said 500. 500 tag teams? Wow. Okay, wow. You, you'd have a better shot at finding 500 female wrestlers than 500 tag teams. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It just... <laughs> That's a little too much. All right. Should we bring back the Woman of the Year category in our 2021 Achievement Awards? Yes. Yes. 94% said yes. I mean, I think it just follows, to be honest. Mm -hmm. All right. So this next category, I'm going to give you a couple of ideas. Okay. If, okay. You, if you like any of these. What other category would you be most interested in voting for in 2021? Okay. okay. Referee of the... And again, these are... ID mm -hmm. mm -hmm. referee of the year announcer of the year indie promo of the year faction of the year on air authority of the year manager of the year or all of the above yeah no i will yeah, go no, with I announcer of the year i like that i think there has been a little too little focus on announcing to be honest i would love to see more focus on that uh, faction of the year i would also like to see okay but not as much 30 39% said faction of the year 25% said announcer of the year 19% said manager of the year. 8% said none of the above. 9% said others. Okay. Hypothetically, mm -hmm. which classic PWI feature would you most like to see rebooted? The PWI Almanac, Report Cards, Fantasy Tournament, Legend Q and A's, wrestling annual, or others. Uh, I don't have any relationship to the magazine, so I will go neither. 
Okay. 45% said the PWI Almanac, and I actually would vote for that because okay. that was really cool to have. Uh, 21% said report cards. 7% said fantasy tournament and legend Q&As. 6% said wrestling annual. 14% said others. Okay. Uh, the next five questions. Yes. The next five questions are going to have the same answer. Okay. All right. Okay. A year from now, mm. where do you see the viewership numbers of Raw? Slightly lower, slightly higher, about the same, significantly lower, significantly higher. Hopefully slightly lower. Slightly lower. 31% said about the same. 29% said slightly lower. 20% said slightly higher. 17% said significantly lower. 3% said significantly higher. Same question, but this time, SmackDown. Hopefully slightly higher. Okay. 39% said about the same. 29% said slightly higher. 20% said slightly lower. And 6% said significantly lower and significantly higher. So again, same question, but to dynamite. Ask me tomorrow. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Has the impact return or not Has for this question? No, jokes aside, I think it's probably going to be significant and tire. I think I think they have what I call uh, the memento uh, momentum of the uh, wrestling world right now. Okay. Well, 40% said slightly higher. Mm. 27% said significantly higher. 19% said about the same. 9% said slightly lower. And 5% said significantly lower. All right. Same question again. This time, NXT. <laughs> Ask me in the month. Ask me in the month. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely no clue. It depends on so much. I don't know if NXT will be here a year from now. Right. Like, how am I supposed to answer that? I know. Like, I don't know. I'm not twins. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> but that's, that, that, that's more or less my answer. I really don't know. All right. Well, 41% said slightly high. Well, again, this was before we had all these right. news as of late. 41% said slightly higher. 24% said significantly higher. 21% said about the same. 11% said slightly lower. And 3% said significantly lower. Okay. And the final one of the uh, viewership numbers is with impact. Uh, slightly higher. I think. Uh, I think uh, uh, what they have done here with AEW uh, has been smart. So 
if they can get their thumb off their ass and actually work with them instead of like working against them, it looks like they're working against them and also working together. I will say it's probably going to be slightly higher. Okay. 46% said about the same. 32% said slightly higher. 8% said slightly lower and significantly lower. And 6% said significantly higher. Okay. Okay. All right. Three more questions. Who will be number one in the 2021 PWI 500? Roman Reigns. 41% think it'll be Kenny Omega. Okay. 29% think it'll be Roman Reigns. 12% say Bobby Lashley. 7% say Drew McIntyre. 11% said others. Same question, but for the women's 100. Ooh, this is harder. Was Sasha last year? Sasha was number five last year. Okay. Who was number one last year? Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, I don't see that. Um. Um. Hmm. Hmm. This is hard. Um. Um. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. Okay. Fifty-three percent think it'll be Bianca Belair. Ooh, that's. Yeah. Mm. 9% think it'll be Hikaru Shida. Who? 8% say Sasha Banks. Okay. 7% say Diana Perrazzo. <laughs> and 23% say others. I would love to see Diana Perrazzo as number one. That would right. make me. I think she'll be in the top five, I think. That would be, make me extremely happy. And. The final question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the public perception of pro wrestling is better or worse than it was five years ago? I think it's better. I think it's better. No. Well, 77% think it is better. 23% think it's worse. And that concludes the annual Pro Wrestling Illustrated Readers Poll. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. Yeah, that, that is always a lot of fun to do. Uh, any plugs you want to send here, Fro, before we headed back to me? Sure. Uh, another digital citizen on every podcast uh, where you can get podcasts. There you go. <laughs> Again, thank you, Fro, for taking the time out uh, to do this, as always. Um, probably next time we get together might be for the PWI 500. Or who knows? Maybe I will be on a bonus episode soon. Mm, you never know. When we talk about Rampage, maybe. Right after Rampage. We will see. Who knows? We'll see. Depends how sleepy I am. Yep. Well, let's send it back to, well, me. All right. Welcome back, everyone. And thank you again to Fro for 
taking the time out of his schedule to discuss what is going to be a very busy weekend in professional wrestling. But we're not done yet because this is a very big weekend for Ring of Honor Wrestling as tonight and tomorrow night is Glory by Honor. It will be taking place in South Philadelphia at the famous 2300 Arena. Tickets, I do believe, are still available for this event, and if you cannot get to the event, you can watch it via Honor Club or Fight TV. So, let's take a look at the action scheduled for Night 1 of Glory by Honor. We're going to have women's tag team action as the allure of Mandy Leone and Angelina Love will face Vita Von Starr and a mystery partner. Should be interesting to see who the mystery partner is going to be and if that person will have chemistry with Vita Von Starr. Ray Horace will be in singles competition. He's going to be taking on Silas Young. Then we have six-man mayhem, as it will be Demonic Flamita, PJ Black, Dak Draper, Eli Isom, Dan Housen, and Mike Bennett competing in that six-man mayhem. Should be a pretty entertaining match right there. Tag team action. We'll see Jay and Mark Briscoe facing members of The Righteous and Tyler Bateman and Barry. Brian Johnson will go one-on-one with EC3. Eight-man tag team action. We'll see all four members of Violence Unlimited facing all four members of La Faction Ingo Bernable. The Ring of Honor Pure title will be defended as members of the Foundation will face each other. Red Titus the challenger against the current champion, Jonathan Gresham. And in the main event of Night 1 of Glory by Honor, Bandito will make his first official title defense as the Ring of Honor World Champion as he battles Flip Gordon. The bell time for that event is... 7 p.m. tonight. And then tomorrow night, the second night, is again at the 2300 Arena. 7 p.m. is the bell time for that one. Pure Rules match. We'll see the world-famous CB going against LSG. We're also going to see Miranda, Elise, and Roxy, two women who advanced into the second round of the Ring of Honor Women's Title Tournament. We'll be facing Chelsea Green and Willow Nightingale. And I will be talking about the second round of the women's title tournament momentarily. The Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team titles will be defended as Incoherence. Yes, you heard that right. Incoherence of Delirious, Hallow Wicked, and Frightmare. God, when's the last time that trio got together? Well, they're going to be challenging the current Six-Man Tag Team Champions, Shane Taylor Promotions. In what should be a very interesting and entertaining match, Danhausen will take on Dalton Castle. Another eight-man tag team match will see Violence Unlimited facing this time all four members of the Foundation. Flip Gordon and Demonic Flamita will be in tag team competition. They're going to be facing Jay and Mark Briscoe. Bandito and Ray Horace are going to be teaming up against Dragon Lee and Roosh. That's a big tag team grudge match there. And in the main event of this show, Matt Taven will face Vincent 
in the confines of a steel cage, it is being called The Last Stand, and Matt Taven's Ring of Honor world title shot is on the line in this barbaric steel cage match, and who knows who's going to come out on that one as the winner, but the winner might not look like the winner. Again, tickets are available for this event. Uh, 7 p.m. is the bell time for tomorrow night. This is going to be an incredible weekend for Ring of Honor Wrestling. You really don't want to miss either one of those shows if you are around the Philadelphia area. Real quick, the first round of the Women of Honor, or the, pardon me, the Ring of Honor Women's Title Tournament has been completed. Max the Impaler defeated Holly Dead in the final match of the first round of the women's title tournament. So, the quarterfinals are now set, and we will be seeing this coming weekend the following quarterfinal matches. Quinn McKay against Roxy, and Miranda Elise against Nicole Savoy. So that could be a very good weekend for both Roxy and Miranda Elise. They could advance into the semifinals of the women's title tournament along with possibly winning their tag team match tonight in Philadelphia. And then the following week, the other quarterfinal matches, Max the Impaler will take on Angelina Love, and Trish Adora will face Allison Kay. That's going to be a fantastic quarterfinal match in the women's title tournament. And of course, the conclusion of the tournament is September the 12th at Death Before Dishonor, where we will crown the first Ring of Honor World Women's Champion. And on that note, that is going to do it for the show here this week. But before I leave, got to get into the plugs. If you guys have any questions or comments, send an email. It is wrestlingman at thatwrestlingshow.com. You guys can ask me any questions that you want, and we'll go with it. You know, I'll, I'll read you guys the questions, and... Uh, I'll give I'll, I'll give you an honest answer. So, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling Show Eleven. You can follow us on Instagram. It is that Wrestling Show. Join our Facebook group, that Wrestling Show fan group. You type that in the search bar, and you are right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. And if you like what you heard here today and you want more content, check out the Patreon page, patreon.com backslash that wrestling show. We have three tiers, $1, $2, and our highest tier is $3. And the $3 tier gets you exclusive first-hand reviews of pay-per-views within 24 hours after they happen. So if you can't wait till next week to hear my thoughts on SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 36, go to the Patreon page, sign up on the $3 tier, and you will get exclusively my first-hand reaction to both events. 
Now to plug friends and other podcasts you guys should check out, starting with our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. This week in Unsung Heroes, they discuss Dick Ebersol and NBC. Plus, week three of the Royal Rankings of the Best Celebrities in Wrestling and a review of WWF Superstars from November 1987. That is this week on our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Also, check out Juice Pro Wrestling, where this week they interview Ninja Mac, and they discuss his background in the sport, his time with the circus, and gambling with Joey Janela, among other things. That should be very interesting. That is this week on Juice Pro Wrestling. If you're looking for non-wrestling-related podcasts, check out Last Stop Penn Station with Carrie Silken and Ian Riccoboni. This week, they're going to talk about Glory by Honor Weekend and the basics of wrestling's past, their memories of wrestling past. That is this week on Last Stop Penn Station. Also, check out the Castle Vault where they are diving into Disney+. This week, they discuss the movie Thor. That is this week on the Castle Vault. Also, check out Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast where this week it is part one of, well, I guess two or three part interview with Hollywood actor and Weird Al mega fan Sam Levine. That is this week on Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. And check out Escape from Vault Disney, where this week they discuss and review D2 The Mighty Ducks. Yes, that 1994 movie where they had to face the evil people of Iceland. That is on Escape from Vault Disney. And also, new episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, as this week begins Season 13 of South Park. And of course, I have to start it off with the Season 13 premiere, The Ring. That is this week on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Okay, I want to tell everybody right now that next week's episode is going to be a special Saturday edition of That Wrestling Show, as I will be reviewing both SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 36 Plus, going to preview the big weekend for the NWA. A lot on the line on Saturday and Sunday. Going to preview both shows and maybe give you some predictions as to who will win those uh, matches at those events. So on that note, everybody have a good, safe weekend. If you are in Chicago for the first dance tonight, have fun, have a blast. If you're in Las Vegas for SummerSlam, have fun, have a blast, but as always, be safe, and when you're done doing whatever it is you do, come back here next week for another exciting edition of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters, and as always, hey, aren't aren't you CM Punk? Aren't you in Chicago? No? Yes? Maybe? (laughs) Have fun.